beat them if they number one then now we number one according to rankings but we don't want to take none of that we want a, a good game against a good team and we're still humble and we don't want to be ranked we want to be out in the top 25 because we still hungry and when we hungry we eat Welcome to the fire and ice pack prime. We're what? back. What's up, Kent? What's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing well. I was a little scratchy before we started. I think I'm cleared up now. That's what's up, man. I was getting a little nervous on you this morning. <laughs> Thought you were going to bail on the show. No, no, no. I'm all for the listeners. We are uh, up to about 45 now, so we appreciate the listens. 45 is kind of low, man. We need to build that up a little bit, dude. Pump those up. They're rookie numbers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we, We're being modest here. We got a little bit more than 45. We do. We do. We do. We still got our international follow. So we are back, and everyone wants to know the first thing in the show. What we drinking? What we drinking? Can I throw a quick aside here? I was trying to, I was trying to find a uh, name for this segment, and I was going to be like, uh, what are we wetting our whistle with? Then I realized that people don't really say that anymore. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> I'm glad. Or just I th- like, I what's think... your whistle question mark in the rundown? That's terrible, right? I think what, what we're drinking is okay. Okay. I mean, come on now. Anyway. You don't have to get too creative here. Anyway, I'm on a double bean dream cream ale from hand of fate brewing company it's a brewery in illinois uh, we actually got mailed these as a christmas present which is really cool from uh, one of kelly's co-workers and they are amazing uh, the husband of the co-worker works at the brewery as a bartender and this thing tastes like a latte with extra extra cream being nice. it's a cream ale yeah i look forward to trying it next what you got? I got the Lieutenant Dank from Wicked Weed. Is that a play on Lieutenant Dan from Forrest Gump? I'm assuming so, man. But <laughs> Wicked Weed's pretty hot brewery out in Asheville. So uh, shouts to the to the NC breweries there. Awesome. So we're back. iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. Please follow us. Please give us reviews. As we said before, your reviews help us climb up the charts. We are now up to 459 of... 460 NC State podcast. So yeah, we're getting up, that. We're, we're making that climb, <laughs> and we are. We definitely appreciate the follows. Please follow us on Twitter at Fire Ice Pack Pod. Is that the Twitter? That's handle? right. That's okay, right. Cool. And that we're is. on Instagram. Kent's been firing off Instas left and right lately. Not really. Oh. I think we've got like seven to our name. We have about seven followers too. So <laughs> any any of those are much appreciated. We do commit to being more active there. Yeah, right. You say that every week and still no post. It's a, it's in the script here. It's actually, I do not have a script, but if I did, that would be in the script for sure. So we're back again. Third time I've said that. Christmas recap is what I've got in front of me. How, how was your Christmas, man? Merry Christmas. Merry belated Christmas. I texted you. You texted me back. I yeah, I did. That. I did. I texted you back. Yeah. yeah, it was great, man. How about yours? It was awesome, man. Went down to Wilmington. thought I had my car fixed. Uh, supposed to get a new transmission put in it. Didn't seem like the transmission got put in it because I got halfway to Wilmington and the car uh, basically shut down on me. So had to uh, had to retire that one. Now I'm driving my grandmother's Mini Cooper. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, that dude. is a very was, true. That's a very true story. I was my looking. Six, at, I was looking in a, in a Mini Cooper. I bet that looks pretty funny. Man. It, uh, that Congratulations. Car will, that car will fly though. I feel like I'm in Mario Kart when I'm driving it. So shouts to Grandma. She's not mm-hmm. listening, but yeah, that's pretty funny, man. Call. 
Shouts to the Mini Cooper. <laughs> but other than that, it was a great Christmas. I uh, spent a lot of time with spent a lot of time with family, and it's always always a great time when you yeah, get no to doubt see about them. it, man. It's always fun to just kind of relax and kick back and and enjoy the company of of friends and family. And what was Parker's favorite gift? He got a food truck. What? Yeah, it's pretty pretty freaking awesome too, man. <laughs> So we're talking like uh, like it goes up to my knee style food uh, truck. It probably goes it? up to your counter. Wow! And it's got like a window and steering wheel and so he's he's smoking the meats man. in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got well, it's, it's plastic, but yeah. <laughs> oh, there's not a real griddle in there. For no, it's truck. got a it's got a sticker on it. It makes it look like there's fire in there, but oh no, no fire. So he's enjoying that. Oh yeah, good. It's pretty funny. Good to hear. I'm glad to hear your wife kept that red phone. Yeah, no doubt, man. Thanks for. Uh, Hooking me up with that. Shouts, no shouts to Verizon <laughs> for uh, sending emails and text messages to her the entire time. So, so it was not so, a secret. So Kent came and got and bought a phone for his wife for Christmas, and we tried to make it a surprise, but she was texting how many times? Like, thank you know, for your purchase. Like, hey, check out. You, you still got stuff in your cart, and there's <laughs> changes to your bill, and this and that. So, yeah, that didn't really turn out to be a good surprise, but oh well. She ended up sticking with it with the Wolfpack Red phone, though. So good. So Christmas is over, New Year's is coming up, but before we get into the meat of this show, which is going to be the New Year's Eve bowl game that we're in, we're going to talk about a game of basketball that you and I went to. It was the first Fire and Ice Pack Pod venture out to PNC this year. Yeah, absolutely. It was a lot of fun. Auburn. Auburn game, yeah. Number seven in the nation coming into PNC. We came in unranked. Yeah. Deservedly so. Just kidding. I don't think so. <laughs> no, no, I think, uh, I mean, it was a really fun game to be a part of. Um, it was sloppy at times. Uh, oh, man, early. the first half was this, one of the sloppiest games I've ever been to. Yeah, it was It was pretty sloppy at times. Our defensive intensity um, in the first half, I, I think I tweeted something out that was like, they really looked like they loved playing defense, which, I mean – what Come, is that life about? I, I don't know, man, because that's something that we're not used to seeing here in NC State basketball. We can, I'll go back to the last three co- – Sendek coached defense, but I don't know that the guys really stress playing defense. All the coaches coach defense, just to be sure. But the last two teams that we've had, Sidney Lowe and Mark Godfrey, defense has been an afterthought. Yeah, no let's, doubt. Man. Let's outscore them and worry about everything else later. And that didn't work. No, it didn't. But, I mean, it's, it's not – it's not just about the defense, though. I think with this team, it's all, it's how hard they play. And, like, it's un, unbelievable how hard those guys are playing. And the intensity, the hustle, I mean, all the things, the intangibles. The intangibles are there. The, the, the effort that goes from – it's just not the starters. If we put in the B team, like, when we were playing, what was it, the, the Upstate? Or, uh, US, USC Upstate. The USC Upstate, when we basically played the B team for a majority of the game, before it got a little tight, we started throwing in some starters there. But Yeah, but they, they're the ones that won the game. I mean, Markel, Markel and Braxton had five points against USC Upstate, and we scored 98 points. Yeah. Eric Lockett showed out. Yeah, and he didn't even play against Auburn. Yeah, not at all. Did he get any? <laughs> I don't think I don't so, think he man. Any run at all. But uh, so the depth is, is, is so welcome. I mean, if we're going back to Godfrey and in, in the low areas, we're, we're not going nine or ten deep. We're going nah, seven yeah. at the most. I mean, and it's... that seventh player you're throwing in is like, man, does he have to be in right now? Could we just? <laughs> oh, we're in foul trouble. Oh man. Yeah, so no doubt, man. Having that depth is, is amazing. In in. 
all credits go to Kevin Keats and his staff. No doubt about it, man. Four and one against the top ten. That is a stat, but I completely endorse that stat. That's incredible. I know. In two it's un- years. I know. It's unbelievable. It really and not is. even two years. A I year mean, in a, some non-conference game. And obviously we can't expect him to continue like No, the guy's not going to go 12-1. and one. No. We don't expect that at all. But just the fact that he comes in here, I think the long loss right now in the top 10 is against Virginia last year. But, right. Um, you take that as an L anyway, mostly. Yeah, I think it was in Unless you're a 16 seed. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, that was not a very good drum solo. But um, back to the Auburn game, um, whatever it's called. Uh, back to the Auburn game. Uh, Markell in the second half, man, dude was Absolutely unconscious. Lights out. lights out. Like he literally, for a stretch in that ball game, took our team on his back and – pulling up threes, making the right decisions. I mean, it was un- unbelievable for a little bit in that game. Brax uh, seems like he's firing his shot. Which he was firing in the first half, but then he kind of went away. He was, that, but you know? when he came back, I think a little too early from that hand surgery, I think he had a, a run where he was shooting like 30% yeah. or, or lower from three. Now he's back in the 38 to 40% range is where he's wanting to be. So if he can find his shot and we can add – that weapon to the offense on a weekly, daily basis, we're going to be something to be reckoned with. Like How this, about, this team is dangerous. They, I mean, I think they're a very, very talented basketball team, man. And I'm, I'm excited for the ACC season that we've got coming. But first, before we get to that, all, back to the Auburn game one more time because you keep trying to go away from the Auburn game. There was a stretch. I think we were up 10 points and three, four minutes left. And friend of the program, Taylor, um, who was on here as a as a Carolina fan, was actually in the box uh, at PNC. Wow. And he texts me. He texts me and he says, Will looks awfully nervous right now. He can see this from the box. And I'm like, uh, yeah, Will, why are you so nervous? And he's like, man, this is NC State. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I don't do this in football games, but basketball games, because I'm way more invested in basketball. I've said this before on the program, but I uh, – I, I, I know NC State, and we'll throw out the hashtag NC State shit, but I get nervous when we have leads. Like I, I'm, I'm expecting the worst every basketball game. If I'm in attendance, I'm the same way at home. Hell, I'm, that, I'm, I'm standing up, and I'm, I've got my hands on well, my that's head. Just it's, surrender cobra. That's because basketball is just a lot of fun to watch. Right? It is. It is. So, yeah, I, I, when he called me out on that, <laughs> I, I, like, I took a look at myself, and I was like, dang, if anybody's looking at me right now, I probably do look like – a father of a kid that's in the game right now because that's how emotionally invested I am. Oh, man. I was that nervous. Like, I was like, all right, when is the other shoe going to drop? To drop a cliche. But I knew it was coming and it never came. And to have that be a part of it over a top 10 team, I don't know that they're actually a top 10 team in the nation, but a hell of a defensive team. They've got guards that can slash, and they slash the hell out of us. Yeah, and their but, bigs were pretty good, too, against us. Absolutely. So – it was an amazing win. It was a, it was good. We had a great seats in the basically the student section behind the goal. Yeah, your dad came out, your brother came out. Yeah, it was a lot of fun, man. Out. Yeah, we had a the whole family, the whole crew there, man. including me. Yeah, <laughs> and my cousins were sitting in front of me. Yeah, the yeah, whole whole crew was there for sure. <laughs> but a, um, but a, but a huge win. Uh, the, the best thing that came out of that, we finally ranked. Yeah, about time. It it took us to get to ten and one. Yeah, yeah. Are we eleven and one? Now? Eleven and one now. Yeah, we won to get but, after that. Yeah, ten yeah. and one. Yeah, I mean, we should have probably been. I mean, I thought we should have been raining in preseason, but I'm a little biased. <laughs> Kent, when we're leaving the game, says we that should have jumped us into the top fifteen. And I was like, pump the brakes on. 
his Mini Cooper and said that yeah. we're probably going to be in the early 20s and we did in early 20s. What are we? Was it 20? I think it was 20. 20. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. I think I said 17. Did you say 17? 17. Okay. Someone else yeah. was, was shouting top 15. So we're, we're there and then... But shouts to the net, though. Net ranking is... <laughs> That's the best thing since sliced bread, man. Net ranking we trashed at the beginning of the season because we were so low. And now... Whatever algorithm they use, they have us at six. That last time I saw it was at six. I don't know where we're at now, but um, last the last time I looked, we were at six. So that's pretty impressive. It is. We're up there with big names. It's just it's, it's just odd to see, it, especially considering our strength of schedule is such a trash. Yeah, yeah. Just I mean, it it's not it's not that like you know it's we had the power five teams that we played, but our like our 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 you know, lower level schools or whatnot. Um, they were all like sub 300 RPI teams as right. opposed to like 250. But now so, we I mean, look at RPI, we look at net. Whatever. So I don't know what they were in net, but yeah, yeah they were they were not good. You get my point. But we got the Penn State win. We got, got the, the Vanderbilt win. Got the Vanderbilt win and the Wisconsin loss, which we have talked about. On the road. That was trash. Yeah. But on overall, the road, non-conference recap, I mean, you, you're happy to come out of this. We're going to win tomorrow night. You're happy to you're happy to come out of this at twelve and one. Absolutely. Did you expect and then, that start to the season if you looked at the schedule? Oh, you you, I mean, you you were gonna say thirteen and zero. Okay, I get it. No, I mean I think I think twelve and one is about what everybody kind of. I mean, if you look at it, I think maybe maybe ten and two with a loss to Auburn and Wisconsin, sure. maybe. But uh, I think I think eleven and one is pretty awesome to have, and and it's nice to go into it. And then you know we had a question from. Um, Friend of the program, Nate at NCS, yeah, NCSU fans powers. So he says, say you take care of business in our last non-conference game, then beat Miami in the ACC opener. How big does that make UNC Chapel Hill coming to Raleigh on January the eighth? I mean, the obvious answer is, is it's always big when they come to town. Roy well, has a history of taking us over his pants and slapping our ass. <laughs> basically dominating us so it's always big but like what do you think going in 13 and 1 is that going to be a college game day game what do they call it for basketball it's not because it's on a tuesday but oh maybe it's such a big game then they'll bring it in on a tuesday maybe bring jason williams and seth greenberg to raleigh when's the last time that those two have matched up ranked though i mean i can't that's a great question i really can't we haven't been ranked since what 2004 14 so yeah and it's been at least four years and usually we were ranked at the end of the season and not in the middle of the season right which is how it should have happened in football but somehow not yeah so i i'm gonna have to say that it's got to be one of the biggest games against unc in in quite some time i mean i can't really call it i was gonna say the so the atmosphere in there i wanted to touch on this was absolutely electric at the auburn game yeah for the auburn game it was and the best non-conference atmosphere I've ever been a part of. Absolutely. And we've, we've gotten season tickets plenty of years, and we've gone to all these games that are snoozers, and there's, you know, a, it's we're, we're 50% capacity, but I'm sure state reports is 100%, but uh, as every college does. But uh, the, the the students showed out. I, yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. With Even them being the, on break. Yeah. 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 Which is awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So that was – so take that atmosphere. And ratchet it up a whole nother level. Ratchet it up. Four levels. Yeah. It, it, it's going to be crazy in there. Even if we lose in Miami, it's still going to be crazy. We're, yeah, we're going to be a two-loss team. So, 
to answer your question, they it it's gonna be it's gonna be the biggest game in the PNC the arena in at least fifteen years. Yeah, and we're playing so early, which is crazy. Yeah. So, which is, I mean, we played Duke that early in PNC last year, and we yeah, showed we did. out. Yeah, we did. So that's our Auburn recap. <laughs> we're gonna get to a little bit of breaking news. Switching, switching out of basketball for now. Uh, Ken's got some breaking news that just happened today for NC State, and we're recording tonight, so everybody's already seen this, but maybe we're the first podcast to announce it. We'll see. Ted Roof, gone. App State, Eli no! steals another one. Just yeah, kidding. You I heard it listen. here first, y'all. <laughs> guys, we are the inside source on this. <laughs> I hate to tell you guys, if you like Ted Roof or his court or helping the safeties or his time as a coordinator for Georgia Tech or whatever it was. Yeah. He gone. Yeah, he's going to app. He's going with Eli. Good for him though, man. Good for him. He's Sounds good. like I, I don't really know the details, but I saw some tweets about we were kind of or Georgia Tech was paying him this year anyway. Yeah, that guy's just stacking papers. I wish I was him. Yeah, no doubt. But kind of gets us to another question we had on Twitter today about coaching changes and that was from Kevin at KLF underscore nc and he says any shouts new yes bad shouts thanks for the question any news on an <laughs> o-line coach and we really don't have any i mean I, i've i've read rumors i've seen some cool names but at this point they're all rumors so i mean i'm not going to try to speculate on anything like that but i, think, I can uh, say I this think, so here's what i've heard and this is only on this podcast so you get this information. Oh, dear. <laughs> this is coming from Will. It's going to be really good. The Seahawks are going to win the Super Bowl against the Chargers. Oh, dear. Let's and, hope not. I'd, I'd rather fill it. Get oh, ring. me too. Me too. And J.R. Sweezy will retire with a ring on his hand and come you're an idiot. be the old God, line you're an coach. idiot. I knew that's where you were going with that, but you're an idiot. <laughs> no, uh, no, no real, no real insight on the uh, O line coach. But I can tell you this: based on the hires that Dave's made, um, you know, for the last three or four years, when vacancies come apart or come about, he's he's either improved or uh, or or upgraded, which is the same word. So he's he's <laughs> definitely he's definitely done a really good job with his hires. So I don't think we have anything to worry about, Dave. Dave's going to do the right thing with whoever he brings in as an O-line coach. It's going to be a good fit. He's got a great group of recruits coming in. Uh, he needs to go ahead and get that O-line coach in so we can get that fifth O-lineman now that we lost one. Yeah, exactly. Um, but hopefully we can get something in around uh, around the bowl game or, or a little bit after. All right, switching gears for a little bit. We, we are at the island, by the way. We didn't mention that, Kent. That's your job. And – we just saw Miami get absolutely obliterated by Wisconsin, both super mediocre teams compared to State, of course. Kent, you had a take while we were watching the final score here. You don't, you and I both don't root for the ACC against other conferences in these bowl games, or actually just in general. That's right. Why? Because it's stupid. Okay, why? <laughs> So, what? All right. So let's let's use the SEC for an example. Go ahead. They've been pumping the Go SEC for the last 15, 20 years now, and what does it produce them? Back before hashtags existed, it produced them Alabama, who is unbeatable. It's stupid. The right. rich get richer. 
Why do you want to pull for somebody? So if Carolina wins the national championship in basketball and we're pulling for the ACC, that just puts us one one step further <laughs> from being where we need to be. It's I'm stupid. I'm not either. And, and it's funny because – It's the only sport that we do it in, yeah, too. It, you don't do it in professional sports. No, not at all. It's like, well, good for the AFC East that yeah. the Patriots won again. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's stupid. And it's, Our division's it's, better. It's different. And it's even different in, in, in pro sports because it's all about money. You can go sign somebody else. Oh, but in college, course. it's all about recruiting. Of course. So when Clemson continues to win the national championship. Who's going to get the recruits? Exactly. So, yeah, I've never gotten that. I, I, it's I, stupid. I always feel like I see it from kind of the older crowd than we are. It's like, it's well, as long as the man. ACC does good. It's like, man, I don't give a damn if the ACC does good. I want us to exactly. perform. Exactly. I could care less what. I've never gotten that. Yeah, stupid, it, man. It, it, it escapes me, and I'll never get it. I appreciate you being on my side yeah. with that. This is anyway, the dumbest thing we had, to, we had to take a quick segue on that. But let's talk about the real meat, like I said here. we got a game on Monday night. The yeah, game I'm pumped, man. Are tax you, slayer? What's a tax slayer, by the way? I'm assuming that it's some sort of, like, tax software that it's you like do. It's like a tax app that does your taxes? And maybe slays. The amount that you it owe. slays the amount that you owe. Okay. I yeah. see what you did there. Or slays your <laughs> refund. I don't know. Slays your refund. So, New Year's Eve, we got a game coming up. Texas A&M. Are you going? In Jacksonville. Hey, Google. What do I have going on on Monday? There's one entry on Monday. At 7 p.m., you have not going to the Gator Bowl. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? That's where I'm at right now. I, I don't know, man. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I can't believe you freaking programmed Google to do that. <laughs> it, was, it was a bit. Unbelievable. It was a bit. So, I, man, the, I've got the days off. You mean you know what's really preventing me oh from going? Oh, my gosh. Let me tell you what's preventing me from going. Is a trip to Philadelphia earlier this year. Ask me why. Why? Because the drive to Philly is basically the same drive to Jacksonville. It's six and a half hours. After I came back from Philly, we drove to Philly for a great weekend with our friends Brian and Alyssa. Shouts to Brian. I know you listen. I told myself that I will never drive anywhere over four hours again. I cannot stand being in the damn car that long. I don't care if we make a stop at three gas stations. Being in the car that long is trash. I don't care. I've got podcasts. I've got music to listen to. I can't do it. I, don't, I think that's going to prevent me from going. But <laughs> they do make airplanes. The option is still on the table. I still have those days off. I still may get the itch to maybe Saturday night. I go out and watch some UFC. Shouts to John Jones and you know have a couple beers. And all of a sudden, I booked air, airplane tickets to Jacksonville. So we will see. It could be a thing where I don't even let you know, and I just show up at the game and like, man, where are you tailgating? So unbelievable. <laughs> Jeez, man. All right, so tell me about the game then, since you're not going to be going. What what are your thoughts on the game? not going. My thoughts on the game is, I feel like it's going to be high scoring, but it's going to be one through the air. I don't think that Gillespie's going to get any trading at all. Well, I mean, their defense is like the number two rush defense in the country against SEC opponents. Yeah. And Clemson. And Clemson, yeah. So, I, I think it's going to be really tough to run the ball. Luckily, we have a quarterback that can actually excel in the area of throwing for 400 yeah. yards or more. Yeah, he's kind of figured out the forward pass. He has. Uh, not having Harmon's big, we're, we're going to have to have our other boys step up. I haven't seen much of Thayer Thomas at all. 
You would, I don't know if it's going to be. I would go more a Mezzi and CJ no, Riley on the that's outside. That's why I say I don't think it's going to be yeah. a clear game. I think it's going to be a Mecca game that we're going to need to have from them. Not a Wake Forest a Mecca game, but yeah. you know. A, I wonder a, if a they put game. Jacoby on the outside. I could see that. I could I've see been kind of wondering if they're going to throw that out there and let Thayer maybe come in and play slot. Yeah, he seems he should be a slot receiver. My thing is, is that what are we going to do without somebody like Jermaine Pratt? Man in the middle and just being the captain of our defense. That's that's my big worry. I think it's. Gonna I, be, agree I think we're going to score points. I think they're going to score points, but yeah. could it get to the point where not having that cog right there is it's going to hold us back? Well, they their running back rushed for like fifteen hundred yards too, so he's no slouch. And, right, and uh, their their quarterback Kellen Mond, he can he can run the ball too if he, he can. He's, he's a dual threat guy. Um, but I, I mean Isaiah Moore. I mean, as a redshirt, what redshirt freshman? That dude is a monster. He is. So I'm not that I, worried I, about linebacker, man. I, I think, think I think Brock Miller can play too. Yeah, you're right. I I, I just I, I mean, I'm he's worried not, about it, neither it, one of them are Jermaine Pratt by any yeah, stretch of the imagination I, do, at this do, point does, in their careers. You know, but add one and one equal two of Jermaine Pratt. Like I, I don't know. No. So that, that's my big worry. Uh, no, I mean tell, I get tell it. Tell mine. So real talk, the only. Evidence I have of Texas A&M is I stayed up at until 2 a.m. or wherever it was Watching the LSU for game. the 18 overtime game where they both dropped 70. And, you know, defense didn't impress me at all, but damn, they were lights out on offense. So yeah. Jimbo has done wonders with that offense. Yeah, but they can't stop the pass. They can stop the run. Just I mean – when you look at their stats, they're eerily similar to ours yeah. from a national standpoint. Absolutely. They, they can't stop the pass. Mm-hmm. We They can stop the run just like we can. Um, they rush the ball a little bit better than we do. They do, yep. Um, but, I mean, Reggie really picked his game up towards the end of the season. I think hopefully – I haven't seen anything about injuries, but hopefully Person's back where he can um, carry Yeah, I don't know that – I haven't seen much about that either. Done little to no research, but I, I don't know that they're going to – Risk him in that game. I think it's going to be a Gillespie game. Well, it's got to be. You got to give the man the ball in his last oh, game, man. Of course, and he's earned it. He's earned it, and I think he stepped it up, like you said, to the point where he deserves the carries. And I, I think, or I hope at least, that he's going to do something with him. Yeah. So maybe it's just a welcome surprise where we go there and, and run it down their throats, Dave Dorn style. And I mean, he's he's done that before with yeah. teams that you're not expecting. But, Absolutely. Um. I. I mean, even in. I mean, our offensive line, I think, versus their defensive line is our offensive line is still the strength there. Of course. Um, and their offensive line, from a pass blocking standpoint, is not good. So I mean, if we can, you know, get to their quarterback, I think we have a pretty good shot at this game. Yeah, and I think we've done well against. If, if he does try to be mobile, I think we've contained mobile quarterbacks this year. Yeah, I mean the. The the one that really comes to mind is uh, the guy from Virginia. I can't mm-hmm. remember his name at the top of my head, but um, we bottled him up pretty well. Uh, we played the guy from Pitt at, in the JMU game yeah. again. I can't yeah. remember he was his name. To be but, super mobile. Um, but we have played well against the mobile guys this year. Um, not too worried about that part of it. I just, and, and part of that though is probably Pratt. You know, so with sure. him out out of the equation, um, I don't know how that how that'll compare, but. Um, all in all, I do think that we have a pretty good chance to win this football game, and we're going to get to the prediction in a little while. But um, NC State is a seven-point dog. What do you what, what do you think about that? I think it's a little high, but I'm not saying that as a state fan. I, I think just seven is a little high. 
A&M's had some good wins. I mean, the LSU win, you, you throw that out. That was a coin flip game or overtime. But yeah. they've had some they've had some good wins. They beat Florida. They beat – I don't have a clue. I know they're 8-4 and four and two of their losses are Clemson and Alabama. Yeah. They've had some good wins. But uh, I think seven seven's a little steep. But I would – Everybody wants to look at our common opponent and – yeah, that, throw, that Clemson game is an outlier. I think uh, a friend of the podcast, Evan, kind of said this, is that we just didn't show up and we kind of got out coached that game. But more than anything, I just don't really think we showed up at all. Well, I mean, you're you're also comparing a Clemson game at Texas A&M sure, with absolutely. two quarterbacks yep. at the time. Yeah, I mean, I think right. Kelly Bryant probably was the, Kelly Bryant was the was starter. The starter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, it's a whole different atmosphere than playing at Texas A&M versus playing in Death Valley sure. with uh, Trevor Lawrence, the golden child, um, His taking locks. all the snap. God almighty, His golden locks. locks. So, <clears throat> have we done forum? Or is it forum time? Sure. Let's throw it to the forums. Everybody's favorite segment, other than the six-packs, forums. Uh, only got one. I can't do a lot of research this week. He prompted me. I was almost... Trying to back out of doing it this week, so you can't peer pressure me into doing this, and I'm glad he did. Is that I've got one that from the Tex Ags forum that uh, they're talking about our Wolfpack sign. And side note, we are working on a new logo for the podcast. Kent is a PowerPoint expert, apparently, on <laughs> editing a podcast picture. So we're working on that. <clears throat> We've got the uh, the bell tower and some final hours now, as, as you can see it on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, etc. But he's got a cool one that he and I are working on, and uh, hopefully we're going to have that done by the end of basketball season. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's setting the expectations pretty high there. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> going back to the forums, I've got one that when they're talking about the our uh, infamous Wolfpack sign, Navi Ag ninety two says, I didn't even know they have a hand sign. Is it something they use in a circle jerk? Question mark. Huh. I don't know how you could do that. But although, wasn't me is the next guy. Although, we will beat the piss out of NC State. Piss with two dollar signs for S's because apparently you can't type out piss. They are not whining crybabies like TU, which is Texas. And will not whine that we hurt their quote unquote whittle fee wings <laughs> by disrespecting their sign and ask for an unsportsmanlike penalty. So apparently they're gonna. So apparently AM has this thing where they put the horns upside down and that's disrespectful. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. You read I, the one that I was gonna read. Go ahead. You, you already read it. Oh, but you've got another one. Well, I mean, I was digging through all their forums, and literally all I could find them was talking trash about our North Carolina Fraser first and how they just want to light them on fire because they're dry <laughs> trees. And Why is their Christmas tree slander? They were slandering our Christmas trees. They were slandering our vinegar-based barbecue sauce. Okay, and for the record, I am a vinegar guy i am too i'm all in for the vinegar based barbecue sauce i didn't know you're a western guy and then threadbear on the same uh same tex ags uh forum says i've kind of hated them ever since they beat five slamma jamma in the 83 tournament final oh because texas yeah apparently texas a&m fans are also houston Houston basketball fans fans. (laughs) because no shouts to houston but (laughs) shouts to the 83 team 
Yeah, and shouts to A&M. Wait, did a and beat Carolina in the tournament last year? Wasn't it in there? I don't remember. I think it was. No research. Hmm. So that's our forums. And let's get to a score prediction. I'm going to go all out there. 35, 34, good guys. Wow, a one-point victory. Yeah, it's going to be a nail-biter. And you're going over. Yeah, I'm definitely going the over. I think the spread's fi- or the over/under is 58 and a half. Yeah, it is. So you're going over. Um, I don't, I don't know, man. I'm gonna go a little bit higher than that. I think, well, not maybe not score wise. I'm gonna go 35 for Pack and 28 for Texas A&M. I think the Pack rolls. I think Finley has a big game. I think Finley's got to get some um, tape for these NFL scouts. Yeah, and I think he will, man. Okay. And Doran is. Uh, He's 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 done a really good job in the bowl games. He has. Um, Texas A and M hasn't won a, a bowl game since 2014, um, so I'm thinking that we will roll here. Um, we had a question uh, about Jimbo on Twitter too from um, B Blake. Oh, shouts to B Blake. Yeah, and mad shouts at Trey's underscore dad. How hot will Jimbo's seat get when we run <laughs> up the score on ATM A and M? ATM, same thing. Oh man. That dude's gonna be fired if they lose. No way, man. <laughs> so he's done. No, he's he's from, there. He's there for the long haul. Texas A and M fans, according to you, were well, just riding this dude hard. Dude, they love the him on the forums, man. And I mean, a lot of it. I mean, seven and a half million dollars a year. I don't know that he's they're actually getting that <laughs> return in year one, but I mean, that's that's kind of tough to ask. But um, I mean, to pick up the pieces from Kevin Sumlin, though. I, yeah. I mean. Give him a little bit of credit. And apparently he uh, he won the state of Texas in regards to recruiting this year okay. over Texas. So, I mean, they're they're really high on the guys. So, I don't think we're, they have anything to worry about at this yeah, point. His seat is very cool. Blake's dad. Was it Blake's dad? Yeah. Okay. B. Blake. Trey's B-Blake. dad. Trey's dad. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. We're going to see what happens. Yeah. Maybe I, I show up. Maybe I don't. Maybe I just go for the Colts Wendell concert. I'll be there for that too. I'm <laughs> is, there pumped, ticket, is there tickets for that? I, I think it's just for the show or after the uh, after the game. I hope I don't go and then you try to get into the Coleswell Dale concert. I'll be and... there, man. I'll be at the game. I already got my tickets. I'm I'm pumped, man. I'm ready. I got my <laughs> hotel. I got my tickets. I'm uh, I'm all in, bro. By the way, tried to book that same hotel that you were in. <laughs> no downtown hotels are available at all. I got trashed. I told by... you that like three weeks ago. <laughs> I got trashed by Kelly very hard because I am awful at planning stuff. I always think I can get tickets and hotel rooms at the last minute and wow, I can't. So the nearest hotels are like 10 miles away. So we'll see. All right. So we're talking about bowl games. We're talking about travel. We are. We got another six pack question from James Cunningham. Shouts to James. Um, And he says six cities that you would travel to watch an NC State game. James, sorry I left you uh, on a bird scooter in Louisville. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Story? Story I think I told last time. Oh, gotcha. Um, all right. So, first of all, um, I really, really, really don't care where we go. I'd love to watch this play. Absolutely. I mean, so so here's the thing with Just don't me. Just send me to Detroit. I yeah, want to go to, like, to the Detroit. Quick Lane Bowl. Is that the Quick Lane Bowl? But here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, Will. It doesn't matter where we play. I mean, I've gone and watched this play in Chapel Hill. I've gone and watched this play in Greenville. 
So as long as the pack is playing, man, I really don't care. Didn't, and you went to the ball game in like was it Birmingham? I went to, to Birmingham. Yeah, but Birmingham was very fun. You Birmingham gambled, was awesome. You gambled in Birmingham, so that's what made it better. I don't remember if I did that or not. I, I don't remember or if they had Birmingham. I don't know if they had gambling there, but now nah, he asked about bowl location, Final Four city, Omaha preseason basketball tournament location. What top bowl location? What you got? I mean, Rose Bowl. We can't. We, I mean, unless we're in a semifinal game, we're not going to Rose Bowl. <laughs> I'm shooting my. I'm shooting for the stars, baby. Uh, maybe Orange Bowl would be a little bit more uh, more doable in the near future. Yeah, I could do Orange Bowl. Uh, what I don't know what bowl is in New Orleans, but maybe just relive some of your bachelor party. Sugar Bowl. Yeah, Sugar Bowl. Maybe relive some of your bachelor party nights in New Orleans would be ideal. That'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, Final Four City. It doesn't matter wherever they're at. I'll if we go to the Final Four. <laughs> I will put this on my life that I will travel no yeah. matter where it is in the country. I'll no, be there. Yeah, no, no doubt. Omaha. How about that? Would you go to Omaha? No. Nah. Oh nah. wait, for, College World for Series. College, is that the final eight or final four? Eight. Or yeah, I think it's eight. Mm. I don't. I think it's eight. What is there a final four? Well, it's all at Omaha. It's a tournament once you get there. Oh, big baseball fan over here. Yeah, obviously. Shouts to Elliot Avent. You're doing big things for the 20th year. Uh, yeah, I mean, if there was a squad going, I'd go. How about a non-con basketball tournament location? MSG? Maui. Ooh. I'd go to Maui. Maui, yeah. yeah. You gotta throw Maui out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never been to Hawaii. Yeah. Heard so, they got a lot of fun stuff there. No doubt. I'd be, I'd be all in for Maui. And finally... We'll never get asked to go to Maui, though. No, never. <laughs> finally, uh, we're gonna round up tonight with the six-pack. We're at 37 minutes, so... Six pack. We were trying to do a kind of a, a year wrap. in review. I yeah, guess. kind of a wrap on the year. This is this has been a great year for you know personally and sports wise in some aspects. So we're going a six pack of our favorite moments from 2018. I will let you start, Kent. What you got? Well, we kind of talked about this day earlier, what and day? I'm going to use. Well, it was December 19th. Okay, that was recent. That yeah. was Auburn game. Yeah, it was the Auburn game. So it was our first non-conference win against the top 10 team since 1986. That sounds researched. At home. <laughs> At home, anyway. Because, I mean, we beat Arizona last year. But mm-hmm. um, So that combined with the recruiting class that we signed that Ooh, morning. Ooh, signing day. was a huge get for NC State. I mean, we had uh, Dave put a wall around the state. He crushed the state of North Carolina. Um, with the recruiting class that he brought in. I think 16 of the 19 signees are going to enroll early. Um, look for them to do big things. Shout to his defensive line group that he got coming in. The top Killers. four defensive linemen in the state. Killers. I mean, part of that goes back to the draft that we had last year, and we had seven guys drafted, second only to Alabama. Um, Speaking of that, we've got a <laughs> new segment suggested by – Twitter user or someone that we're going to do a pack pro segment. So look for that on the next episode. We're going no to follow doubt. up on these guys going into the NFL because we're not hearing that on other podcasts. And damn it, we got to differentiate ourselves. No doubt. From these other podcasts. No doubt. All right. So that's the one, December 19th. December 19th. Uh, mine was one I was in attendance for, and I don't think you were there for, was in, well, actually, I don't even want to say that game. Let's go and throw the whole month of January. 2018 for Kevin Keats. All right, let's hear it. So we had a 
the game that I was at was when we won at Chapel Hill. That was towards the end of the month. Such a good game. Al Freeman, RIP, was on absolute fire. No one could miss from three. And we had amazing seats. And the <laughs> the exit from that game, when I was one of the only ones in my crowd that was going that was fully decked out in state gear, was amazing. I was doing high fives to everyone. <laughs> Every red shirt or jacket that I saw, we were high-fiving, and the Carolina fans were extra salty. That was an amazing game. Nice. That same month, you were at a game, though, right? Yeah. That I didn't get to go to. I think we had hosted number two Duke in the PNC Arena. That was number two Duke. At the beginning of the month? Uh-huh. Dude, that game was lit AF. <laughs> As the kid said. One of my most regrettable trips of not making that game is, is going it, that is insane that we beat them that court storming was it was a hundred percent crazy and then the swag surf after oh man it was super <laughs> it was super that was so good man so keeks had a great 2018 january 2018 and we also beat uh was a wake forest that same month yeah started so, out with three and zero against the big four yeah so no shouts we rolled the state of north carolina the big for four. just a little bit um, that was mine. What you got for yours? Your next one. Um, hmm. Let's see. Um, I guess I'm going to go back. I'm going to go another basketball one. And I'll go, go the day that Kevin Keats debuted the Ric Flair drip Ooh. Wolf Blood <laughs> shoes at the naming of the Reynolds Coliseum. So, so wait, let me get this straight again because I always confuse it. It's Jim Valvano Arena, Yao Court at Reynolds Coliseum. That's right. Hell yeah, I got it right this time. Yep. No doubt. That was that was huge. Not only for um not only for the uh the naming, but also just those shoes and the swag that that guy has, man. I think we said this on the podcast a week ago or so, but I really want to buy those shoes. So if you guys want to donate to our new uh, Patreon or whatever the Twitter guests, Twitter and podcast people have, we could just get some donations to go to a pair of those shoes. Uh, I can wear one and Kent can wear one with our normal New Balances or whatever we wear. And uh, we'll be swagged <laughs> out, as the kids say. All right, so there's, there's three. What do we got for uh, number four, Will? Number four 2018 moment was the debut of a musical icon. Get, let me give you a few guesses on who that would be. All right, musical icon. Musical icon. Just popped up in 2018. New to the game. Changing the game. G- genre. Give me a genre. Uh, let's go country. From the cheap seats. What was that? Mason MFN Ramsey. Uh, please, no. <laughs> the, oh, gosh. You're an idiot. <laughs> Jesus, you're an idiot. Started as the Yodel Kid in a Walmart, tapping his toes, yodeling. And the guy put out a certified banger that I'm looking at my Spotify right now. So in Spotify, they give you a year in list of your top played songs. And I'm not even embarrassed to say that his song, Famous, 
was in my top 10. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. He was the 11th most played song on my Spotify You're a complete for the entire year of 2018. I don't know what that says about you, Will. It says a lot. That guy went from Walmart to Coachella. The dude was literally at Coachella in front of 40,000 people singing, and everybody was on him. So I think he's got a Christmas album out now, heavily played in this household. So shouts to Mason Ramsey. The guy's taking over the music industry. Kent, what's your next one? All right, I'll go personal too here. Um, we've got twins coming. Twin dogs? Nah, twin girls, bro. Twin girls? Yeah. You are. I'm acting surprised. I already know this. Yeah. Right? So it'll be number two and three. My wife and I are going to be outnumbered. You are going to be outnumbered. That yeah. is that is awesome, man. I couldn't be happier for you. I'm not just hearing about this, by the way. That would that actually would have been a good bit. That would have been a to, really good to bit. Spin that so on the podcast. Can I tell you about another bit that somebody? Uh, this is kind of funny, but somebody had tried to get. Is it about uh, the twins? No, it's not about. Oh, you're the moving twins. on from the twins that that soon. Okay. Well, what do you want to know? Ask me a question. Anything? Are they girls? They are girls. They're identical girls. Oh, I did not know that. Oh yeah, they are. Hell yes. Yeah, it's gonna be something else. You Parker's, got names? Parker's pump. Uh, we're not going to debut the names yet. Okay. I don't Later episode. That's yeah. a spoiler. That's a teaser for you to keep listening. Yeah, no doubt. But so here's what I was going to get at. Um, just you know, kind of dropping something like that. There's been there's this guy Paul shouts to Paul, um, who's been like egging me on to get on the show. He's like, man, I used to be a, a radio journalism. He was. That's right. He was a journalism whatever. major, right? And yeah. he did the the school radio. Does he listen thing. to our I think he partner? listens to our show. I don't okay. know. I'll have to get him to listen to this one. But he's been wanting to call in, but I knew he was an East Carolina fan, so I didn't really want to listen to that. Um, but apparently he wanted to call in to ask me to be in his wedding. And I kept giving him the <laughs> I kept giving him the cold shoulder. I was like, nah man, you can't you can't get on the show. We don't know how to do Did he propose? Well he's yeah, yeah, yeah. They're getting married in May. Oh, I knew that. Maybe, maybe he didn't. Yeah. Um maybe. but uh yeah, so they're getting married. So he called me up last week and was like, look, man, I've been trying to get on your show for so long. You know, <laughs> will you just do it? And I was like, yeah, dude, I'm sorry. If you had just told me that, well, then it wouldn't have been a surprise. But that would have been kind of a funny bit. He wanted to ask me on the show. That's awesome, man. Yeah. Congratulations on being a groomsman. Yeah, it's always fun, man. Groomsman time is always a good time. All right, last one. What was my last one? I don't know. Oh, I've got two real quick ones. Uh 2018 has been crazy fun. It's been a kind of a whirlwind. Been on a lot of trips, and the more trips that I've, I've been on in any year that I could ever remember, I uh, went to my first jazz fest, a music festival in New Orleans with girlfriend and her family. Super, super fun. Just three days of music. We got went to Philly. You and I went to SmackDown and Raw this year. No doubt. We are nerds. But Getting ready to go to NXT. And we're going to NXT in January, as we're talking about. I uh, went to Asheville for a birthday trip. Went to Nashville for a wedding. Went to Charleston for a wedding. Went to Louisville for a basketball, or for the, the football game that we talked about. So, Ocean Isle a couple times for the beach. Carolina Beach a couple times. So, traveled a lot. So, just wanted to kind of recap that and just say that it was a a great year as far as trips goes. Travel is like one of my favorite 
hobbies if that's a, is it travel a hobby travel is a hobby man oh i traveled some cool spots in nyc for my wife's 30th you did do nyc yeah that was dope was it cold would you go on the no nah, it was in may no it was in may that's right yeah it was a lot of fun dude that place was awesome NYC? that was like it was one of the i think that may have been like our first real trip without parker too nice and you did you did Asheville this year too right we did Asheville for thanksgiving nice yeah we had uh we did a beach trip. Okay. Yeah, we didn't go like coastal like we did last year, but we had a pretty good pretty good little run at it. Do you still have that timeshare? Yeah. <sighs> you can't bought a timeshare in Vegas. Yeah, man. it was pretty awesome. <laughs> and it's awesome. Yeah. He hasn't invited me on any of these trips, by the way. Um, so that was mine. And the other one, this is one I haven't talked to you about, but this is gonna be super corny, but uh, starting this podcast is a highlight of my my year. This is a this is a thing where we, like I've said, we always appreciate you guys listening. But not to be too on the point here, but more than anything, it's gotten a chance to spend time with, I would say, my best friend for an hour to two hours a night. This guy's busy. He's got one coming on three kids, and for us to have an obligation to spend time, even though we're, we're, we're shooting the shit about Wolfpack Sports and whatever else. Um, I've greatly appreciated that. And it, if it can move into anything where this podcast gets bigger, all the better. But I appreciate the time. Yeah, dude. It's been got. a lot of fun, man. I had no idea it was going to be so much fun. Yeah, quite me neither. With you. Yeah. Yeah. No shouts to you for trying to bail tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you peer pressure me on, but yeah, yeah. I wanted to say that, man. I and, appreciate uh, it, man. It's, it has been a really cool time, no doubt about it. What so, you got? You got your last one? Or were we done? I think I've hit. We've hit all of our six, oh, but I do six? have some breaking news. Oh, breaking news! Legitimate breaking news. Oh, legit right breaking news! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoot yeah. it up! Let's go. We have an O line coach. Oh, yeah. who is it? We have a new O-line coach, everyone. This is actually first. Dave Dorn has announced the hiring of John Garrison as the Wolfpack's new offensive line coach. Shit, tell me about John Florida Garrison. Atlantic. Oh, FAU. Is that Lane yep. Kiffin's O-line coach? I, yeah, I don't know who's it. It's either, it's either his or uh, Butch Davis. I always get the two confused. Oh, yeah. I don't know which one's which. I'd look it up, but I'm too lazy. Yeah. Oh, well. But, dude, uh, looks like he crushed it in the Conference USA uh, 14th in the FBS in sacks allowed. Oh, hell yeah. Um, 14th nationally in rushing at 240, yard, what? 240 yards per game. Um, so, again, crushing it. As Double D making coach. good hires. Apparently, this guy's a huge uh, recruiter as well. We like that. So, that'll be good. Um, so, great job hiring again, Mr. Doran. And uh, you heard it here first, guaranteed. By guaranteed, you heard it first on, po- on a podcast at least. <laughs> on state podcast, no doubt about <laughs> it. You may have already read it on Twitter, but 30 minutes from now, you're going to hear it on the show. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Good time. Should we get out of here? Yeah, let's get out of here, man. I'm kind of tired of looking at you. Oh, that's after, the, after, after such a nice sentiment <laughs> just a second ago. Now you're tired of looking at me. Thanks. We're getting out of here. I may or may not be at the bowl game. We'll see. We'll have a recap episode and some special segments next week, hopefully with a guest. We out Uh, this bitch. Stay hungry, (laughs) y'all.